Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everyone, to the House of David Ministries Weekly Bible Study. I am Pastor Keith Allen. And this is my wife, Summer Allen, and the rest of the body here tonight with us. Oh. Amen. And tonight's topic is, well, not topic, I should say chapter, is the book of Acts, chapter 3. All right? So instead of me rambling on like I did last week, I'm going to open up the floor first. Okay, if anyone wants to... Add in there because I know you know we all did the reading. I'm pretty sure everybody's got something they want to spill out right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open up the floor and I'm not gonna be a hog of the mic tonight. So please, so please feel free if you want to say something. If not, then I can get started. But if you want to say something, go ahead. Close that, Sister Nadine. Your oh, okay. Amen. So if someone has anything, we can get started then. All right. So it's a few historical things that they they pointed out in this chapter that I wanted to to bring to you guys as light, because it's something we could we could do as well as Christians in our lives, you know, and change for the better. It's not that we're following tradition, but saying that you can do better in your walk with Christ, okay? There's always room for improvement, right? Amen. Amen to that. So verse 1 speaks of this. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. You calculate that, like I said, their day starts at 6 a.m. That's their first hour of the day. It's daybreak. So 6 a.m. for them. So nine hours, that would make that 3 p.m., right? Back in those days, they went to pray a few times throughout the day. That was 9 a.m., noon, 3 p.m., and again at 6 p.m. when when, uh, when the day ended. So they prayed three or four times a day depending on what they were doing. And they always made time for prayer, no matter what they did. And that's why I say some things we 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 need to do. I mean, and it's in some instances, in some jobs, they allow you to do it. Some jobs don't allow you to, you know, you know, take a break to do, you know, your prayer or whatever. But for the, for the, today's world, most jobs allow that. You know, if it feels back in the seventies and eighties. I would say no. You just, you know that was just not allowed in the workplace. But today is a different world, you know, because they're trying to cater to everyone and everyone's uh, sensitive needs. So no one wants a lawsuit and all this other stuff. And so it's a little easier, but at the same time, 
not so easy because our busyness gets us distracted. As for John and Peter, they were on it. Again, they didn't have the distractions like we had today. Only thing they had to worry about was somebody trying to throw, you know, stone them to death or something. You know, we worry about our favorite TV show coming on. We worry about getting to work on time, taking care of the kids, and all this other stuff that we got going on, you know, extracurricular activities that we may have in our lives. We have so much that pulls us away from the things that we should be doing in God that, you know, we kind of, we lose that, that, that focus and that track. Again, no fault of our own. I'm not condemning any of us for what we do, but I'm just saying, like I said, it's always room for improvement, right? Amen. And that's I just wanted to point that out that, you know, their hours of, of prayer was like three every three hours they would pray. So I'm not saying you you you, you start tomorrow and get on your knees every three hours. In fact, what I'm saying is Consider the, your prayer life is all I'm saying. You know, yeah. more more time, more room for prayer, and that goes yeah. for each and every one of us. I mean, you can never go wrong with that, right? Yes. Amen. Right. And so, in verse two, and we'll continue on here. A certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, okay. whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask. Um, of alms of them that enter into the temple. Now, this guy says, who sent Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, look, look on us and said, look on us. So they're like, they look down with like, like a really stern look. That's why he said he, he passed his eyes on him because he's like, he, he brought his attention to him, right? So he's giving him his attention. And he told him, now, I need you to look at us. Don't ask me for something and not even look at me. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. You got to see where I'm going with this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't go to God asking for something and not even bother to try and look at who God is. You know what I'm saying? I know you can't see his face, but God is saying, look at me. You asking me for something with your head down or turn to God. You're not even looking at me. Wow. So he's like, look at me because my eyes are on you. Now I need you. And that's what we always tell our kids. When someone's talking to you, what? Look them in the eye. Right? We tell our kids that. That's what God is telling us. So they said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them. I mean, he gave them his attention, expecting, I get this, expecting to receive something of them. Right? He asked for alms. He don't know what he's going to receive because somebody gives you something. They can like, here, here's a chicken. You you don't know what you're getting, right? Yeah. He's expecting something, though, because he asked. It, yeah. He acts in faith, like, if I ask you, I know somebody's going to give me something. If I just keep asking, I know I'm going to get what I want. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to get what I need. And that, that's why this man is like, every day, people carry you here because you can't yeah. move on your own. So his faith was in that alone. Yeah. Right? Every day of your life? Yeah. 
Imagine that. The question is, who do these people carry him every day? Uh, listen, I'm not going there today, right? <laughs> I don't know so I don't know what you're going to do. on the phone. Um, can you mute, please? Everyone mute. Let me check. Yeah. One second. Can you, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's a bunch of scratching going on there. Okay. Cause I was wondering if I, if I was hearing a live recording. Come again? I was wondering if I was hearing a live recording. Oh, this is a this is a live recording. Okay. Okay, we, we okay. just heard a, a bunch of noise in the background and it was a little distracting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Amen. What are you now? You're gonna have to turn your volume up. We can barely hear you. Oh, let me let me do that. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you, but very faintly. Ow. Let me talk directly. Okay. Can you can you hear me now? Yes. Still faintly? Hello? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh, what are you taking from? Acts 3? Acts chapter 3, yes. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. All right. All right. We're on verse, verse 6 right now. Okay? Okay. So, okay. So he, he's uh, he's expecting to receive something, right? Yeah. yeah. With true faith, he's expecting it, receiving something of them. Then Peter said, yeah. you know, and this is one that goes back to that, that nursery rhyme that the kids have for Sunday school. Silver and gold mm-hmm. have I none, but such as I have, I have right. I give ID, mm-hmm. meaning I have no silver and gold, but what I have I will give you. What does Peter have in his possession? Because remember, they don't have no jobs. They gave up fishing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't offer with Christ. So what does he have? What does Peter have? Yes, Jesus. That's what I got. He said, silver and gold I have by none, but such that I have, I give thee. Mm-hmm. And he said, look at this. And, and this is what Peter gave him too, exactly what he had. Because I don't, I don't have the material stuff on me, but I'm going to give you some spirit because that's what I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ, Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Yeah. So I ain't got nothing to give you but this. If you accept this, then hey, to God be the glory. Right? So this man's faith was already there. He was wanting to walk. So all these years, his whole life, 20, 30, 40 years, however long it's been, that these people have been dropping him at this door so he can beg for money. He's been getting his money, but nothing has satisfied him. Nothing has changed mm-hmm. anything about his circumstance. Mm-hmm. 
You understand? So all the money in the world would not have changed his circumstance. But Peter gave him something that changed his circumstance. He gave him the power of, of Jesus Christ himself and said, rise up and walk. Amen. And he took him up by the right hand. And that's very important because uh-huh. the left hand is offensive. Okay? Yes. When you shake the left over that left hand, it is very offensive. Okay? This is why we shake with our right hand. Okay? It's a respectful thing. So he, he took him up by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankles and ankle bones received strength. It said immediately. He wasn't walking around like a baby calf just born. He immediately sprung up without any hesitation. And guess what he did? This is what I love. And he was leaping up, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, and he was walking and leaping and praising God. Praising God. Yes. See, this is what we need to share. So, Sherry, you on the phone? Because you know she she loves her some praise and I and I know she do because just just imagine you you've been crippled your whole life and then a finger you standing up you're able to run jump hop whatever you want to do I say it, it wasn't like no baby calf you trying to walk around because you just born trying to get your balance no he just sprung up walking and leaping and praising God.
Yes. You understand? And so yes. he's embraced Peter and John, and all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wonder. And when this is verse twelve, and when Peter saw it, now this is where Peter Peter has to correct some things. Now he and, and, and yes. he, he 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 got an opportune moment. Moment. He's like, yes. hey, I came in here and prayed a few times today. This is like my third time in here. But now God yes. gave me a stage. Yeah, God gave me an audience. You know what I'm saying? God done operated in a miracle. And these people are riled up now. Now I can go to work. <laughs> now I'm going to be like, oh, yes, this is the waiting on. I mean, come here all day. I've been waiting on this. Right? And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us? As though by our own power or holiness we oh, have made this man to walk. He says, No, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, our forefathers, ancestors, have glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence, the, the, in the presence of Pilate. When he was determined to let him go, so he said the same Jesus. This is the power that that flows within us. But he said the power for Jesus, you denied. Pilate was letting him go, but you still want some some death. You wanted to see destruction. Yes. Now get this. Now he said Pilate was ready to let him go. And verse fourteen is very serious. This is very serious. But he did. But you denied the whole one and the and just and desired a murderer. Murder. Now get this to be granted unto you. Yes. You guys ain't following that. Yes. Get, get it back. I that. I'm going. I'm going to read the next verse, and we'll come back to that. And he says in in verse 15. And killed the prince of life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. So Christ is the prince of life, but you chose a murderer unto yourselves. He, you chose Satan into your lives. You have denied the one and, one and only true living um, son of God. You denied life, it very self. You denied life, yes. and you've accepted a spirit into yes. your very being, mm-hmm. a, a, a demonic spirit. You 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 took on that murderous yes. spirit. The whole crowd that was out there chanting for him to die. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a murderous spirit. So, he says in verse 16, in his name, through faith, in his name, hath made this man strong. Whom you, now he's talking about this within, the faith, the, the faith in the name alone of, of, of Christ has made this man get up and walk. Whom you see and know, they 
the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that through ignorance you did it, as did also your rulers. So he's saying, I, I understand it. Through ignorance, through, and I don't, I don't want to say ignorance because I want to. Lack of knowledge. Yeah, lack of knowledge. I want to try to get an understanding that he wasn't calling them stupid or nothing, but he was calling them without knowing what you are doing. Because that's exactly what Christ told told them on the cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They know not what they do. So out of that, Peter is telling them, you don't even know what you've done. So guess what? Because you don't know what you've done, remember what God's Word says. He covers those who are in lack of knowledge, right? You're doing something, you have no idea. His mercy and grace covers that. So Peter goes on to tell him. But those things which God before has showed by the mouth of all his prophets, the Christ should suffer, we have so fulfilled. Repent, ye therefore. Telling them repent. Just ask for the forgiveness. Repent, therefore, and be converted. Back to that murderous spirit, back to life. Yes. It's a resurrection of your life now. From dead things of this world. From dead things of the demonic spirits that lead us astray. Resurrect yourself. In other words, convert yourself that yes. your sins may be blotted out. Amen. So you see, when you come to Christ, <laughs> and, and you guys know the message we talked about Sunday. You know yes. the message God delivered Sunday. When you come to Christ, guess what? You can't tell me nothing, brother man. You can't yeah. tell me nothing. Because God got it covered. He done blotted all that out. All my mistakes, gone. Yeah. I ain't got to worry about nothing no more. And yeah. Peter's telling them this again. Yeah. All, everything, all your sins are blotted out. Yeah. And when the time, and I love this, I love this, this word that they use in this version that I have. I got this uh, this uh, King James version, right? And this is this is I don't, like I, said, I don't know which version you guys use, but I love this way it says. He says, you know, after he says blotted out, he says, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence uh-huh, uh-huh. of the Lord. Amen, Lord. Yeah. So renewing, the time of renewing, refreshing, yeah. come from the Lord, and He shall send Jesus Christ which before was preached unto you, whom the heavens must receive unto the times of restitution of all things. And you guys know restitution. You pay that in, 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 in uh, I'm trying to use find a word. And, uh, yeah, reconciliation of something, an in in offense. Okay. Um, right? Yeah. So restitution yeah. of all things which God has spoken by the mouth of his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses 
truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. He shall, him shall you hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. In other words, whatever Christ says, make sure you hear it, make sure you, hear it, make sure you understand it, make sure you receive it. Because he's saying this, you shall receive it unto yourselves. I get this because remember, back in verses 14 and 15, they did not receive it. He rejected it, right? He says, you see, the murder, uh, a murderer was granted unto you, right? Now, get this. Get this. I got it. Okay? He says in verse 23, and it shall come to pass that every soul, not one or two or a few, but every soul, okay, which will not Hear that prophet, being Christ, shall be destroyed from among the people. Because you have chosen the murder instead of Christ. Yeah. And murder is number death. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. So you've already been forewarned, just like we are today. We're reading it, right? We've been forewarned. This is your warning shot, right? So, you know, either act right, or you know the consequences. You've been warned. Verse 25, you are the children of the prophets, you are the children of the covenant which God made with our fathers. Saying unto Abraham, I had to underline this. Saying unto Abraham, and in thy seed, in Abraham's seed, shall all the kindred of the earth be blessed. Again, the same message that was spoken Sunday. God has already told us, you are blessed. Amen. All you got to do is receive this word that my son is about to drop on you. Yes. Just receive it. And you're blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus. That's one thing he did. Sent him to bless you. You see that? What did God do with his son? Sent him to bless you. Bless us, yes. And turning away everyone of you, every one of you, from his inequities. Turning you away from your inequities, blotting out all that sin, all that corruption. It's gone. Christ is freedom. Not prison. We can't make Christianity out to be uh, some kind of prison where we've got these four walls and we have to operate within these four walls. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We go to church every Sunday. And that's what we're going to act right. 
That's why we want to show how holy thou art. That's why we want to sit there and, and, and try to, you know, high sign ourselves and show everybody how much we know about the Bible, how much we can pray, how much we can prophesy, how much we can preach. Yes. But what about outside of them four walls? Yes, what are we doing? Yes. What are we doing outside of them four walls? Yes. Going through all the world. And we take it, and we take that 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 that, 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 that the Christian thing, and we only operate with it and then, yeah. right there. Yeah. But Christ is everywhere within all. Yes. And we need to operate accordingly. Amen. It's not a prison for us to be shut in like that. Show yes. the world the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Walking and leaping and praising God. Not Amen. just in church. Not just in church. And I told you guys this story when I when I worked for that other agency in the government. I ain't gonna mention their name. <laughs> when I worked for that other and when I would go to work and I had the late shift. And this one lady, she was coming out the building every day, me and her like clockwork. We, we and she was I would say mid to late fifties. And I tell you what, this lady would come out that building every day and she would stop. She would literally put her bag on the ground. I don't even care if it was raining. She would put her bag on the ground and she would start praising God right there. She'd give a hallelujah, praise the Lord, and she would do it right there for a few minutes, pick up her bag, and walk. And all I can do is I'll be walking out here, praise him, sister, praise him. <laughs> what are you going to do? You shouldn't be ashamed to cut loose in public. So sure, like show the world the goodness of the Lord. What happens if Peter doesn't cut loose and doesn't heal this man? He loses the opportunity to, to to reach a whole people who are sitting there praying. Yeah, prayer, but you've got to get delivered. Yes, we gotta we gotta seize yes. the opportunity. We have to seize the opportunity. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Amen. 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 So hopefully you talk now. <laughs> <laughs> we need a back push guy. Amen. Amen. Yes. So that was the chapter of Acts chapter 3. So yes. feel free. The floor is open for comments, suggestions, smart remarks, or anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to jump on real quick so I can get off with the noise because I'm on the road. Okay. Um, just looking at the whole scenario of how this man from birth, he they have been taking him to that that gate. What am I getting a feedback? What's happening? There's something not right. There's a knife somewhere. Know. Um they've been having him there from from mm-hmm. birth. Now mm-hmm. we would say, I mean, in our minds we are saying, so why is it that all these people keep going in and out and they give him money, they give him this, they give him that? Why is it that nobody thought of taking him in the temple? But then mm-hmm. we have to think that um, the job that is yours is just yours. When God appointed to do something, you have to just go by his appointment. They were not yeah, appointed to take true. him yeah. in 
They were not appointed to move him from the gate. Their appointment was just to take him to the gate and leave him there. But then, when John and 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 um and Peter came, it was their appointment to move him further into the presence of God. Because the other persons, they were going in to get into the presence of God, but Jesus' disciples were walking in the presence of God. So their duty was to take him with them into the presence of God. So the thing is, the thing is, when they um when they say to him, "Look at me, look up," it's like they're saying, yeah. it's like it, it, it is that that's an epitome of God saying, "Listen, look on my face. I need you to to have eye contact with me." If you don't look at me, how are you going to know me? How are you going to move when I say move? How are you going to understand when I'm speaking? you got to look at me. You can't be distracted. So they say, look up in my face. Look at me. And when, when he did that, then they gave him command, and he moved according to the command. Now, after that was done, and he got into the temple, in the upper presence of God, now it was time for him to rejoice and give God thanks. Because his, his, thing, his thing was his upper room with Christ. When he went up into the temple, rejoicing and jumping up and down, that was his upper room with, where, where he went in the upper room. That was his upper room, I mean, practically speaking, with, 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 with coming in contact with God right there. Because um, yeah. if you see, the thing about it is that all his joints became strong, and he was able to jump, he was able to leap, he was so happy. And then, and then, God being the wise that he is, took the opportunity to remind them what they had and they forsake, and what they could have still have, but they didn't want. But then, yeah. in order not to, in order not to let them feel like, listen, oh, we're gonna just run and jump into the lake and die. He said, nevertheless, you knew not what you did. So even though I'm reminding you that you had it all and you forsake it, I'm also telling you, don't feel bad because you knew not what you did. So you are forgiven. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 I'm, I'm going to have to jump back and, and, and mute because, you know, it's noisy out here. All right, not a problem. Amen. And, and, okay. and, to, add, and add, to add to that real quick, uh, what Sister Michelle was saying is very, very true. And it was an elevation of that, that crippled man that was sitting out there because, unfortunately, the people kept dropping him off at the door because he couldn't go into the temple. Yes. He was crippled. He he would in other words in their in their in their culture he would have defiled the temple. He can't go yeah. in. Oh. Okay, he can't go okay, in. Okay. They had to drop him at the door. So yeah. when Peter and, and when Peter and, and and John went and they and they healed him by the power of God, that was the elevation. That was gave him the right to go in to enter into God's presence. That gave him the right that no one could take away. Yes. Y'all have rejected me all my life for something wow, physical. Wow. Wow. But now I have something spiritual moving me, and you can't deny it. 
You can't reject it. Wow. And that's the whole thing. So amen to that, wow. Sister uh, Michelle. Very powerful. Oh, that's good, yes. Amen. amen. And so, wow. Sister, I want to add um, to that to what revealed in my spirit was that Oftentimes, we tend to know different parts of God, and we focus on the different parts of God, like knowing the hand of God, because He has always been giving us things. So, in my, what got into my spirit was that that guy probably had come in contact with just the hand of God, and not necessarily knowing the heart, which... um, has in it the promises for all of us, mm-hmm. like which comes healing. So that dropped into my spirit as well with, with this man. And um, Peter, no, <laughs> Peter never sees coming me because he been. It's like he he's been touched a second time, right? And he too has, you know, experienced the forgiveness of God because when God came back from the dead, God. When, when he came back and the, the stone was rolled away and he appeared unto the woman, he said, uh, and, and I believe some of the disciples, he, he asked for Peter, right, just to say to Peter that I have not forgotten you. So he, yeah, he has yeah, much, yeah. Is, much love is required. So in his ministry, you could see that even though he was uh, saying, reprimanding the crowd to say, yeah, this is the God that you denied. He toured to extend mercy because he was a, a, a recipient of such mercy as well. Because Amen. few months or years ago, he was in that same seat. He had tasted and see that God was good, but he denied Christ at the opportune time because of his circumstances. So in his ministry, you see where that day, even though he reprimanded them, he was saying that, hey, Forgiveness is available, yeah. right? And and that was like the solution and the end to the whole matter. You don't have to walk this way anymore, right? And you don't have to walk in condemnation, but receive, you know, and repent. And that was just beautiful to see that he remembered. And oftentimes we too, because sometimes we forget that you fall in different situations. And we can no longer identify with, you know, I don't believe or somebody who is struggling in a particular um, area. But like Peter, I want that to be in my heart to remember that, you know, the love of God is real. And when the love of God reaches down, like when it touched that man, he was never the same. He leaped and jumped. When we experience Christ, no matter where we are on the pool, and we experience Christ. It, it, it does that in our walk. You leap, you jump, you want to talk, you want to shout, you want to dance in the presence of God. And um, thank God for Acts 3. And um, the gentle, the, 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 the people say it was just so deep. And I guess nobody could tell him anything from, you know, in his ministry. He was just so performing and, 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 and um, going about in his, um, in his calling, accepting it to the fullest, believing, because he took the man by the right hand. He had no, he, he knew that when he took the man, there was something that was going to be transferred from him into the man. 
so and that was so, so profound in his walk and and to see that played out that way and um from that day that man wasn't the same which that in itself strengthened the gospel right because people came out and they wanted to see and as you said the testimony was became real now he doesn't have to say what and what and what it is walking this man everybody knows him it is a living proof that god does this and he continues to do this amen amen it literally uh, kind of yes. represented the word itself for me yes. and revelation. Yes. If you kind of look at the man at, at, at yourself and, you know, and kind of put him in your own uh, position because we're all broken when we come to Christ. Yes. You know, just like him being lame. And then yes. it's like, you know, I could see how when Peter was talking about look at me, I kind of like took it as the word. You know how sometimes you just read and you're really not paying attention and you're really not looking at God when it comes to the word of God. But revelation comes when you actually look into the face of God when it comes to his living word. And then the word becomes alive and it heals. And I kind of like saw it as how he, you know, um, was able to actually see and his eyes were opened uh, yes. Enter into the holy of holies. Be able to enter into that secret place of of God, too, where the Word itself is an illumination, and then yes. it also causes joy. You know, I, I know I'm kind of going in a different direction, but it's the same path. And it's like, you know, you know, because for me, I get so much joy out of just getting that new revelation about what God has said in his word or his word itself, you know, evolves and becomes something so new and transparent. And then, you know, it causes you like, man, you know, I I didn't know this before. You know what I mean? So that's even also to me like a repentance of heart because it's like, okay, I just read this before or I just listened to what the pastor had told me years ago. And that's what I remember that word to be. You know, I don't, you know, look further. I don't seek, you know, uh, for 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 more. So yes. in this, it kind of like showed me how he 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 had to he had to be stopped and made conscious. There's more. There's more than what you're looking for. You're you're just looking for some temporary uh, satisfaction. Yes. It's like if you dig deeper. If you stop and be conscious and walk as awake instead of being asleep, because he was just in his his repetitiveness of his mind, that if I sit here every day, I'll get my alms and I'll go home. If I sit here every day, I'll get my alms and I'll go home. Because we can get stuck in that repetitiveness, though, too. And I have to take that even unto myself. If I'm praying for somebody or even if I'm praying for healing, I can't go into my repetitive prayer. Yes. A repetitive way of of seeking God for healing for someone else. I've got to dig deeper. I've got to look for that revelation, and I've got to look into the face of God for somebody else. Amen. You know, in Him for something else. There's there's so much more. You know, and there's so much more that that God has. You know, in in every aspect. So I love that that um that push for more. 
that, that push for deeper. And even it was said in, in verse 18, and that's what I was getting to, where he says, but those things which God before had showed by the mouth of his prophets that Christ should suffer, he has so fulfilled. So he's literally telling you that it's a fulfillment of the word. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's the, it's, the, it's the completion of the word itself. The word has become, has become alive. Right. It's been made manifest. It has transformed from just papers on, in, in a book or a spoken word from years ago to actual manifestation in the, in the flesh. So it, it, become, it goes further mm-hmm. than just Amen. the topical. Amen. It's really cool to um, actually see too, because as Pastor was talking about on Sunday, we we um, embrace the natural so much. Yes, the supernatural looks so unusual, so so far fetched, so so off, you know. And, and and that's what Peter was saying that that you know. Even the people are looking like, wow, which it should be natural. Yeah. But because the supernatural should be so natural, but because we're so natural, we tend to not be in the space. We just are kind of, we don't know how to balance the whole thing. We're either way too spiritual <laughs> or way too natural and, 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 and either world or not balancing out itself because. He's saying that, why are you guys so astonished at something that you already know that Jesus said this or, or this is the Christ that said it is mm-hmm. something that people are doing up yeah. but this is total faith. And if he's talking about total faith, then he's definitely talking about the unseen, which is yeah. So you can see that, uh, as someone was saying, that a lot of things was repetitive and on a natural level and an element because the spiritual people go into the into through the gate of the beautiful and they walk in and did the natural expected usual thing. Uh-huh. Oh here's a dime, here's a quarter. How many times we pass the homeless and do the same thing? Oh you hungry? Because you homeless, so you must be hungry or here's a dollar. And and here go Peter talking about hosting the spirit of God and moving on the momentum of the Holy Spirit at that time. Because Peter could a lot of times at times and they're begging and I wind up my window because I don't have the dollar, I don't have the quarter. But Peter is here and, and, and saying that I know that we still need sisters. You still need to eat and you still need to whatever. But I'm going to give you what I have. You know what I mean? And, 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 and moving past the natural. No, the man didn't refuse. Either way, he's exactly. a beggar. And then, 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 and you know, having yeah. other people that should be in the spirit, praising God with him. No, their spectators, no, looking at us, because it wasn't outside. He went in the temple. So these were temple people that were still doing the rituals, coming three, four times a day and praying, right? <laughs> right? But here goes, and this man that is not temple trained.
Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm in a business meeting, but at work. 
Right. Brother Conrad, is, is he is he there? He's here, but he's taking the second chair tonight. Uh. <laughs> I think it was this morning. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, he came on for the very first time <laughs> in history Amen. at six years, going on seven years. He came on the prayer line. Amen. And Amen. Well, the word was just pouring out of him. You know, as an encouragement. So, we understand that, Conrad. Amen. Amen. He's in the man. Can you see the house? Can I ask something? Yeah. Feel back up. Feel back up. Yeah. It was really powerful to see him using his gifts, too, and, you know, working in that confidently. It was just, and it's like a new territory. Because this yeah. is people that he's that familiar with, and he just came on, and it was things that God needed, uh, they needed to hear from God, because it's not easy getting up at 5 o'clock praying. Sometimes you wonder if it's just tradition, or rituals, or, you know, people wonder, you know, do I really have to do this? You know, and just when you can feel that the group was getting discouraged, he came on, and God Used them in just a marvelous way to edify the group and get people going and re-energized and revived. Wow. Amen. I just, I just want to say, did you, did you see Sister Nadine's face when y'all started talking about it? She started gritting, real hard. Look at him. He got excited because he got excited. Yes. Watch out, Brother Conrad. Watch out. The same power he had, God gave him to to extend towards that man at the gate and to get up and walk. We have the same anointing to operate like that today. Yes, absolutely. We have it, yeah, that's, but our, yeah. our, our uh, sometimes our faith is wavering so much. It's like it's like being tossed in the wind. That it, like that's why you know Christ tells us, "Peace be still." You have to have that peace and calmness about you in order to operate in this manner. If you're if you're so bogged down with busyness and your mind is always troubled or just thinking all the time, you can't focus in on God and the power that is within each and every um, one of us. Um, another another question. Is um was that um the man was 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 that he dependent on the, the sick man's faith or just on Peter asking no. God to heal? No, the the, the the faith is always there, and the faith is what is where the power lies. Your your faith is yes. where the power lies because you know 
don't don't get me wrong. Christ can heal anybody He wants to heal. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, your faith is 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 like free will. So if if your faith is not there, then God's like, I can't help you. you yeah. Yeah. You can't go against free will. So it had it, your faith has to be there. Uh huh. The sick man has to have some faith there. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, when he, when he, yeah, exactly when he when he when he require him to look at him in the face, and, and uh, as Sister Nadine said, he didn't he didn't decline Peter uh, doing this miracle for him because Peter already told him he didn't have no silver or no gold. Yeah. So what okay. else do okay. you have, Peter? Because yeah. yeah. it don't look like you yeah. have anything yeah. else on your body to give yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, we have to receive healing. You know, um, sometimes, though, too, because I kind of get what you're saying, you know, sometimes, too, when we see people who go up for a healing um, in whatever um, area of their body or mind or whatever, sometimes they're not ready to receive because they may lack in the faith, too. Yeah. Um, sometimes the pastor, preacher, prophet, whoever is laying hands, they may have all the faith from heaven, but if the person yeah. is not um, is not really believing on God in that moment, it's like the the word where it says touch and agree. agree. Yeah. We have to agree together, you know, um, and um, there's action. And mm-hmm. that's what the book of Acts is, is, is named after is action. So sometimes it does require your reaction, you know, in order for your your faith to be activated, you know, because we are human beings. We, we, we see and we understand based off of, you know, our uh, five senses. So sometimes we have to apply, like, you know, Sister Debbie always say, you know, practical application. I love when she say that. Yeah. Practical application. So we need some practical application in order to touch and agree with the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because um, just like Sister Nadine was saying, the, the spiritual and the, and the uh, physical are intertwined. They're both one yeah. in the same. It's not one after, you know, the other. He says, so as it is on earth as it is in heaven. It takes a dance. It's a dance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm into asking questions. Yes, um, oh, definitely. For, Please for, do. For knowledge. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm see but a young Christian. I grew up in the church and left the church when I was... Um, in my, I'm 51 today, by the way. Happy birthday! When I was in my, <laughs> thank you, thank you. When I was yeah. in my early teens, and I went, I went to the secular world. Um, I seek for a living, but then I was on the street, and the spirit of God keep beckoning to me over the years. So I go back, and then I realize I knew, I knew of Christ based on my mother and father, um, salvation. I didn't know God for myself. So now, so now I'm learning about God for myself. Um, but there's the air of healing. When it comes on to healing, I'm, I've gone through a couple of surgeries. And you're saying something? No, no, go ahead. The, the air of healing, um, uh, it concerns me because um, there's also medicine. There's also medicine. And... I know of miracles and I know of healing, and and I know of Christians who 
who refused to take medicine and actually end up dying. You know, and you know, and the, the show that they give, what you see to the outside, what you see in action, is is that they hold on to God for their faith. You know, yeah. but in the same time, medicine could have could have assisted. So it, it gets me confused there. Okay. Um, well, the thing about it is, is that um, you, in all things, we have to be led by God. The Lord did did provide for us medication. And it also takes faith to take medication because some, ah. some, medication, some medication that we take is not even potent enough to do anything in your body. It's true. Sometimes they're giving you a placebo. Sometimes they divide now. They done ran out of a certain type of, to a certain type of drug, and they just water it down with some other, okay, let me add some vitamin C yeah. in there or something yeah. like that to mix it in. Yeah. To give you something, but your faith in taking it is what makes you whole. Your faith in taking it is what activates it. I can literally sit there and be a miserable person and and sit here. I can't taking this medication, and you just taking it and taking it, taking it. And the reason why it's not working is because you don't have any faith in it. It's you don't have any you said in, what, in what you're doing. So, amen, it's, it's, a, it's about... It's, it, it, yes, yes. It's, a, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's I'm, I'm going to explain something to you. What uh-huh. I did, I, because of the different life I led, you know, I, I can talk based off personal experience. I smoked and I drank. I was an entertainer. That's what I did. I did that for years. I did secular uh-huh. music. And so I had, um, I had, I, I, I came down with hypertension. All right, so I'm taking um, drug for for um, for my wife, but but 32 years old for hypertension. It works, but then when I got sick, I just got up and decided, that, hey, I got in God's face and I said, oh, you better heal me. I'm taking no more. <laughs> and for two years, I ignorantly ignored my medication, lived the way I wanted to. I don't jog, I don't exercise, I don't nothing. And then one day when I was down, down the road, I collapsed, all right? I was, I was hospitalized for, 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 for a while, you know? It, it was a serious situation. So I got back on the medication. I mean, uh, still very confused because, because there I was. I was trusting God totally for, <laughs> for my healing. Well, well I, I'm back on the, the medication for for. Well, four years now, and I'm fine. You know, I'm fine. But then you, there are people in my life who think that I shouldn't have done that. You know, so this this medicine, medicine versus miracle versus the healing process it is very um, controversial within the churches here. Yes, and of course it is. But the thing is, is that in 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 essence of everything that you're saying it's about being led by the Spirit of the Lord in everything that we do. Um, we, can't, we can't tempt the Lord by saying, okay, I'm going to stop taking my medication today, and, Lord, you're going to heal me. So that's tempting yeah, yeah. God. That's, that's literally tempting God and saying, oh, let, me, let me see if you're going to do yeah. this, God. Let me see if you're going to do this. We don't yeah. have a right to come at God that way. We don't, have, we, don't, we don't have that right to demand that of God in that way. You know, we we come to God and ask. You yes, know, and, 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 and if the Lord says I learned so, that. 
Amen. I learned Amen. that the hard way. You know, mm-hmm. I learned that oh, the yeah. hard way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We all have like, hard lessons to learn, safe. though. And then um, I think, though, too, we were talking about it, like he had said, about um, our our own ignorance. You know, we do things <laughs> because yeah. we don't, we're, we're not really aware of, um, you know, how to operate in the spiritual. We're, yeah. We're literally trying to Some of us just get saved and passion. That's the raw passion and yes. ignorance and all that thing, you know, you know, passionate but you know, you're sitting in the wrong direction and you put the name yes. of Jesus on it and you're hurting your own self. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been there too. <laughs> like you said, you zealous for good works, right? <laughs> so Yeah, yes, I've been there. I've been there. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's it's really like you just have to step back and ask God, What would you have me to do? You know, how would you yeah. have me? You have me to continue to take take this medication, or what would you have me to do? You know, God. So, so what, what, God go ahead. Uh, what, what I say now, what I say now is is look here. I'm on this medication, and if God see fit to take me off, um, this this medication would I run into problem with it. So the doctor would say you don't need to take it anymore. Right. You know, I still pray. I still pray. I pray about my healing. And I would really love to get off this, this this thing, you know. But then, you know, it's up to God. I say, God, if you if you do this, I will know that it's you, you know, because then I won't need it anymore. And sometimes some things are for a reason and a season. Um, I can speak on like like like, like like um, what, what's the apostle name who had this this affliction, and and mm-hmm. God wouldn't wouldn't take it away. He gave right. him. He gave John. him looking said the doctor. <laughs> I find that very funny. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him look, the doctor. And he can use that he can use that for someone else. You know, your testimony yeah. can be someone else. Um, like for myself, uh, I had a healing, a miracle in my in my body. I was diagnosed with HPV, and HPV mm-hmm. is an uncurable disease. They still don't have a cure for it even now. And um, I had asked the Lord, Lord, you know, um, I, I just want to be healed. I don't want to carry this into um, a marriage or I don't want to uh, carry that into having children and things like that. And um, mm-hmm. it was one day that I didn't even ask. It was just the Lord who just came to me. And um, there was a, a evangelist, and he was praying that day, and he was saying, somebody here is asking God for, ask God for something, and he said he's going to give it to you right now. And they basically, and he basically just said, "Shout hallelujah!" three times. By the time, by the third time of hallelujah, is done. And he's just speaking into the crowd. He didn't say me specifically. So by the time mm-hmm. I said hallelujah the third time, I literally, and this is a true testimony, I was thrown back into the pews. And when wow. I was thrown back into the pews, my pastor jumped out of the pulpit and came down over to me. And I literally was completely wet from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. It was almost like I dipped in a pool. And Whoa. he looked at me and he said, it is done. After that, I had continued to go to the doctor, to the gynecologist, and continued to get my, my pap smears. Every day for the last 10 or every year for the last 10 years, my mm-hmm. tests have come up negative. 
And two years ago, two years ago, the the gynecologist literally told me, Summer, I'm going to stop testing you because we are wasting money by testing you. Wow. It is not not there anymore. So I thank and praise God for that miracle. And it wasn't, you know, it, it was God. You know, it was God who, who who answered my prayer. So don't lose faith for what God, you know, the miracles in your own life and asking God for that. But all also have faith in Him. You know what I mean? Not just um, not just uh, saying, okay, I'm, I I know that you know God is a miracle worker. Okay, Lord, I want you to do this thing right now. But asking Him, asking His permission, Lord, bless me with this miracle. Lord, if it be your will, you know, in my life that I will receive this miracle, coming, coming humbly before God and asking him, and I know that the Lord will bless. Amen. 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 Great study tonight, guys. Great study. And we, like I said, for the rest of the year, we're doing acts um, other than the uh, four weeks of uh, summer Bible Bible study. Uh, but, you know, we're just going to finish through this book you know, every every week consistently do, do, doing the chapters one by one, learning more and more about God and, 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 and his grace and mercy, and especially how we can, can, not should, but can, Operate in the spirit. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. So, amen to that. I'm looking for it. Amen. 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 my sisters. I'm looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. So, if someone prays out real quick, please, if you don't mind. Anyone volunteering for prayer out? Thank you for tonight, Lord Kathy. Thank you for your Holy Spirit moving. And, and, and giving us information, Lord God. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for unity. Lord God, we thank Amen. you God, for giving us eyes to see in the spiritual realm and ears to hear us. Lord God, we pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to give us revelation of this chapter, Lord God. And I pray that you keep each and every one of us, even those that were unable to join, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you for your love, for your mercy, for your saving grace, Lord God. And we ask, Lord God, for your protection, Lord God, over our family, Lord God, and over tonight, Lord Jesus, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you guys once again. Bye, guys. Blessed evening.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.